0: player two
1: has entered the podcast welcome welcome back people to player two has entered the podcast that podcast about video games and nerd stuff and two pals catching up for the week i am your co-host Michael, a.k.a. MC Paperstacks, and with me as always is my co-host with the co-most, Derek,
0: a.k.a. Full Metal Merc, and boy, there's so much to talk about today.
1: We are here to execute episode 66, <laughs> Release the Clones. <laughs> god, I That's wish even... I had some clones, dude. Oh right. my god, don't you wish you could clone yourself? Man, Would you make a Derek specifically you. to Post and Jost?
0: Yeah. Watching Naruto, the things I'd be able to do with clones, man.
1: Uh, I, all I can think of, especially with how Randy, you get sometimes, is sexy jutsu. Ah, see, man. see, mm. you're, that, then you're going to really be feeling yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, am, what are you feeling this week? I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my I'm feeling sexy my jutsu, sexy baby.
0: Jutsu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! She if I saw I a too. sexy version, uh, a, a sexy girl version of you pop into frame, I'd die. <laughs> we definitely have to have her guest on the show one week speaking of guests by the way we're all booked up in october
2: oh shit we have
1: two guests i don't want to say who they are in case you know scheduling conflicts arise but i'm very excited about these two guests so we have two friends that will be coming to join us in the month of october look forward to that speaking of things to look forward to i know that you had a great weekend I did, I did. A lot of things you got into, so uh, update us, man. How'd your week go? Yeah,
0: so uh, as I said last week, celebrated my eight-year wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm.
1: Congrats uh, this again. This weekend,
0: yeah. And uh, we did a lot of stuff. We saw a lot of movies, okay? So I'm going <laughs> to tell you what we saw real quick. So we watched The Quiet Place Part 2, finally. and eh, not really that great. Actually, not good. <laughs> it was not good compared to the first movie. It was meh. Fair. Oh, we saw Candyman. Okay. Candyman, really enjoyed Candyman. I'm down with Candyman.
1: Stop. You've already said it four times. Uh, oh, shit.
0: No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I'm over here looking at, into the You're mirror. You're looking right at your face. I mean, that's practically yeah, a mirror, I think. Right. And you know, the crazy thing is, after we saw the movie, okay. I started referring to it as Seaman because uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, Seaman. <laughs> C- oh, C- my C- C- God. C- <laughs> i was like i can't call it the full name then i said "Seaman," and then i said c and then,
1: and then you know. yeah no then i get there. it i was 14 once too yes <laughs> <laughs> why does so my did, brain
0: work this way did you did you enjoy
1: it <laughs> yeah yeah i really like candy <laughs> I really like you're it. gonna get us killed right i'm in the dark yeah, to... basement all by myself yeah i'm not talking
0: about it anymore okay, okay. so the next movie we saw that you spoke about last week's episode was malignant yeah max yeah and it is an amazing piece of cinema and everyone should see it (laughs) yes yes it is the best bad movie i have ever
1: seen probably it's the comedy of 2021
0: yes and it it oh man that last half is just like balls to the walls bonkers
1: yeah, I, I don't think we should say any more, but God bless James Wan. Yeah. God bless, bless James you. Wan. Yes, God, yeah, bless you, bless you sir. Kazoon type. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm so glad you yeah. guys enjoyed it. When you called and we were talking about it and we were like, remember this part? Remember this part? That was a lot of fun. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that you uh, you guys enjoyed it and, and you took me up on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also, we had some Cheesecake Factory, Fogo de Chow. Like, we was getting wow. Beat. What the fuck? Oh, they out there drag racing. Yeah, he's fucking... I don't know. You good? This happened yesterday. Yeah, I'm good. This yeah. happened yesterday. Your, your car
1: in the yeah. garage? Yeah. Okay, good. It ain't park on the street, is it? Mm-mm. Oh, they're gonna get you. Right. Remember that scene in Rumble in the Bronx? When they did that bicycle race up and down the cars parked on either side of the street? And Jackie came I, out in his onesie and he was like, You're making too much noise. I gotta work tomorrow. And so then I haven't they, seen it. You haven't seen Rumble in the Bronx? No. I Talk about a, a good bad movie. Change. That that yeah. movie is so cheesy. Best thing about Rumble in the Bronx, I'm side tangent. Oh, this episode yeah. like, is going to be long. We have a lot to talk about. I shouldn't be doing this, but here we go. I love Jackie Chan. <laughs> Best thing about Jackie Chan, he broke his foot during the filming of Rumble in the Bronx and he mm-hmm. had to have a foot cast. And in order to finish filming the movie, he made a sock that looks like his other shoe and put it over his cast. Wow. That's dedication. Yeah. That's a bad man. I'm so man. impressed by that man. Seriously, he's mm-hmm. a legend. Anyways, Hell yeah. before you were so rudely interrupted by drag racing outside, what were you going to say? Yeah, I forget. You were but... eating all the foods,
0: basically. Yeah, we were eating all the foods. It was a great time. It was a great time. I love that woman. Love you, baby.
1: Love you too, Have Vicky. Your anniversary. Yeah. Uh, the way that a, your... a friend loves his friend's wife in a good yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but besides that, this week has been an amazing week for pickups.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've sent me pictures here and there and been telling me about it. You've had a fantastic week. Oh my god, I can't even, like, this is one of the best weeks in recent memory.
0: So I'm just gonna, I've got some things next to me, I'm just gonna run them off. Uh, War of the Monsters on PS2, Mm -hmm. I used to love that game. Ultimate Spider-Man on PS2, Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles on Wii, Mm -hmm. Gungrave Overdose on PS2, Nice and Ghost Hunter on PS2.
1: Very nice. Which
0: is crazy because you were just playing that for Friday Night Frights, like, last month. Yeah. And I just so happened to come across, this is the second time I've ever seen this game. That's so cool. So, yeah, that's dope. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game on NES. I've got it box and game. No manual, unfortunately. Oh, uh, but the box is and, cool, man. Yeah. I've got a gold Mario amiibo. <gasps> and I'm showing, showing Mike right now. Who's and it signed, signed? By Charles Martinet. Shut up. Yes. Where did you get that? I got it from the D.
1: The replay. Wow. Oh. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. And, you know, for I those of you who like, don't know, Charles Martinet is the voice of Mario. He's the one that yeah. goes, It's
2: a me. Wahoo.
1: And I can't, like,
0: verify it at the moment but i mean it looks like his signature maybe you could right? google his
1: signature and get a picture yeah, of it and
0: i did google it and i looked at it and it looks fine but i mean you know there are people that actually do that and compare but yeah you know it is what it is go grease, still... grease
1: some palms at wada you know right and get them a cut <laughs> or whatever they're they're corrupt they'll, they'll help you out hell yeah
0: <laughs> what a baby to the moon <laughs> to the moon and the craziest thing that i found this week is Ivy the Kiwi for Wii, sealed! Yeah. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, Ivy the Kiwi is an XSEED game, which is a Japanese developer. Uh, They put out limited quantities, for sure. Right, and it came out for Wii and DS, and the Wii version is actually much harder to find than the DS version, but Mm. this was my first time seeing this game, and it was sealed, so I had to snatch that up real quick. All this stuff and more. Is up on the eBay store, ebay.com slash str slash gamer goodies and more. There's so much good stuff on there. Oh, my God. And I'm running like 20% off on most items, $19.99 to $100 through the end of September. So by the time you guys are hearing this, you know, it might it might be over. I don't know. But <laughs> if you
1: get it, if you hear it on Sunday, I was going to say, this is why you have to listen to the episode as soon as it drops. right. Get in your car. Head to the ice cream shoppy. Listen to player exactly. two. Exactly.
0: because that's when you know when the deals are coming.
1: Well, that's okay. cool, man.
0: That's cool. But yeah. well, what you what's been going on with you?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I tried my hand at a bit of pickups myself. You know, mm-hmm. slowly starting to try to get into it. I went to yard sale today and I found some action figures. Now, toys are more your domain than mine, but yeah. I mean, just from seeing some of the stuff that you've picked up, I had a kind of an idea of which ones to grab. And we were looking over them today. I think the whole lot of toys I got was like for 13 bucks, And we already found a couple that sell for like 30 or 25 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like so, hey, not too bad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was plotting out like all the pawn shops and thrift stores and Goodwills and stuff that are in my neck of the woods. So mm. this weekend I'm going to head out and in earnest go and actually start to look. Like I used to do way back when, uh, you know, pre-pandemic days. Right. And uh, yeah, see if I can get out there and and find some deals. The first thing I need to do, like the very first thing, is upgrade my phone service. I got like a cheap $10 a month phone service because I never leave the house. And now that I'm leaving the house and I need internet when I leave, this internet, you know, $10 a month isn't cutting it. that, That type of service. Right. It yeah. cuts out as soon as you like glance at YouTube. They're like, "Well, you've used up all your internet for the rest of the year." I'm like, "God oh, damn it!"
0: <laughs> when you were trying to video call me and show me what you got yeah. in the art
1: sale, it was literally all just pixelated. It was bad; like I couldn't see anything. Yeah, it was but real was bad. ridiculous. But yeah, no, that's something I'm I'm looking to get into as well with your guidance and assistance, and I appreciate that. Yes, young paddle on. <laughs> I I am the grasshopper, but yeah. Speaking of grasshoppers and padawans star wars visions dropped this week and hell yeah they yeah (laughs) and they dropped all nine episodes all at once i did not expect that yeah
2: that was interesting i
1: i I saw that uh the day before i was like oh shit it's gonna be all the episodes okay Mm -hmm. let's do it let's go now i'm glad you didn't run through and just blast and watch all of them i feel like call it like i don't see it we're gonna listen in this weekend they're like we watched all nine episodes and here's (laughs) what we thought (laughs) Yeah, I don't like. I might have to cut you guys off like a a third of of the way in because we only saw three episodes, right? Yeah. And which is what a weird coincidence. We didn't plan this or anything, but I watched three and then you watched the first three as well. So we actually can talk about the first three if we want. I don't think we nearly need to get into spoilers. Not that there is much to spoil. What's cool about the show, and we talked about this before, is the format. You have various animators telling short stories. In an anthology format. I mean, think yeah. Animatrix, think Love, Death, and Robots. Think you know what else? What were we talking about, like Batman uh, Gotham, Batman Night? Gotham Knight, Dark Gotham Knight, or Nights. whatever it is. Gotham Knights, whatever. You you know what it is. So, yeah. I was just telling my wife about this earlier today. You know me in anime bullshit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the biggest things I don't like about anime bullshit is how it wastes your time. It stretches things out. There's delayed reaction times reaction shots from like 16 characters in a row uh yeah. over explaining rehashing mm-hmm. of things that you could have already pulled from just watching the show they don't have time to do that in this they got like what 15 minutes to tell a story yeah 15 to 20 15 to I 20 was hoping
0: that they would be like regular length episodes but you know i'm
1: glad out. i'm actually glad because because they have to be so concise they cut all of that nonsense down and just give you pure, unadulterated anime into your veins for 15 minutes, like the good mm-hmm. stuff. They just cut straight yeah. to it. The action, the plot, everything moves along at a brisk pace. And I'm into that. Because, again, anime can tend to drag for me. It's one of the one of the things that kind of puts me off on a lot of anime. I know that you're really anime. You don't really... That doesn't bother you. But for people out there like me, that are a little bit more selective... Maybe you're into the the short-run animes that are like 20-something episodes long, something like that. I think you're going to be more into this. And then the anime heads are going to love it either way because just the yeah. animation and the story. I mean, right. as an anime fan, a big one. What did you think of the first three episodes? The first, first episode, loved
0: it. Absolutely loved it. That's, Fabulous animation. Black and white, kind of looked like it was drawn, being drawn as it was moving. This is
1: crazy. Just the the whole samurai lone samurai story. It does like a, like a lone with cub, old black and white samurai yeah. style film. They even have like little grain and mm-hmm. and like imperfections like you would see in the old film, kind of. Yeah, it doesn't they,
0: it doesn't get old. And there's like some really unique <laughs> weapons. Yes. In that episode. Yes. And the story actually takes a little a little turn in that episode where I was like, oh oh, oh okay okay. So I, I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Episode two. My least favorite of the three that I've seen so far. I thought it was cute. It was cute. It was
1: cute. It was cute. It
0: featured
1: but, Boba Fett. It had Java <laughs> yes, the Hut. Yes, it did feature Boba Fett. It had another Hut. I don't know if he was a Hut or he was just a Java or he was like the same race as Java.
0: Yeah, he was the same. He was the same race, but because yeah. he was talking—no, spoilers. We're not going to get into spoilers. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it just ended up being like a slice of life episode, which is fine. You
1: yeah. Know. No, I thought it had like it was upbeat. I thought it had a really. Cool ending. It was sweet and heartfelt. You know, it's about a group of people that care about each other, trying to do what they can to make it. Mm -hmm. You know, in the galaxy. And what what I really, again, another thing I was talking about earlier. What I really like about doing this in the Star Wars universe is that it's so ubiquitous with fans. Mm -hmm. The lead singer of the band, you kind of see how they meet the bassist and like what kind of trouble they were into. But because you already know so much about Star Wars. When you see a character, based on the equipment they're holding, how they're dressed, where they're coming from, where they're going, you can already piece together a lot of their story without it having to be hashed right. in the actual. Like I just knew instantly what that character was about and why they were, you know, running, where they're running from, where they're running to. Right. You know what I mean? And again, mm-hmm. with Java and like, you kind of already get the idea, like who Java is, the kind of power he wields, like. They didn't really need to explain much, and they didn't. Right. They rely on your fandom of Star Wars a bit. Not too much. Like you, It's not like you can't enjoy it if you're not a Star Wars fan or don't know everything about Star Wars, but it definitely enhances and speeds along your understanding and comprehension the situation they present to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, I enjoyed that episode just not as much as the other two. That's fair. That's fair.
0: But uh, episode three, this is like, whew. So this is a studio. I forget the name of the studio, but they animate... Kill like kill? kill, which I is knew like, it. Yeah, I could tell just by looking <laughs> you could at tell it. Tell immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and this was just balls to the wall, anime power ups, like pure unadulterated
1: craziness. anime into and the veins. veins. In your veins. <laughs> it's not cool to
0: do drugs, kids. Unless that's snort is anime.
1: <laughs>
0: anime. <laughs> ah, what you thought <laughs> that? 20. It's 9,000! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, oh my god. It was the wild. On, yeah, the animation on this episode was crazy. Mm-hmm. The story was nuts. Mm-hmm. The voice acting was... Uh, Over the top? Yeah, so the male character was voiced by Neil Patrick Harris. I recognize his voice. I was going to look yeah, at the voice uh,
1: characters, but I didn't. Who was the main think, le- female lead? Oh man, I think it was... Uh, she sounded really familiar. Is What's she a popular voice actress or just? I think it was, think it was popular... Amidala.
0: The, the who's the woman that played Amidala? Natalie Portman. I think it was Natalie Portman. You think but it was Natalie Portman? Me. I think it was Natalie Portman. I feel like it was
1: interesting, even though she wasn't playing Queen Amidala. Obviously, right? On episode three. Oh my goodness,
2: <laughs> Anakin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was crazy. It was just that pure anime that we all love, and I think at that point we both were like. Okay, that's a lot. This episode was a lot. This I'm is a good time to take a break. Now. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> take a break for a second. Yeah, I was like,
1: okay. I was like, oh, God. Come back I'm to Too high. <laughs> I know, right? yeah, just sunk into my chair. Too, too much. Anime. What did they put in that anime? <laughs> <laughs> Where are the chips? <laughs> Give me some brownies. I need, I need munchies. Oh, shit. Spicy anime. <laughs> huh. So, yeah. No, it's. um i didn't ask for it i didn't know i wanted it i love it i appreciate it yeah and
0: it's something that you can go back to and watch Mm -hmm. over and over if you want Mm -hmm. and it'll be just a short little burst of anime yeah a little bit a little bit of star wars on it let's bring a little bit of star wars on it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man that's star wars Mm -hmm. i think next we're gonna be talking about what if episode seven what if we did yeah. Well, yeah. if we did, we would be talking about what if Thor was an only child? Mm. And this episode was just a straight up comedy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. it did not... <laughs> it didn't hit free. It did not jazz with me. Yeah, it mm. didn't jazz with me like the other episodes. I'm sorry. Like, it was, it was good for what it was. But what I've come to expect from What If is some really engaging story Mm -hmm. and some some decent action you know but this one was just like too heavy on the comedy Mm. way too heavy on the comedy Mm. and and then we we go back to you know base level four from like the first movies where he's just like kind of like a bumbling idiot but at the same time he's kind of charming you know
1: yeah it's interesting because it's kind of like what Thor would have been had they had the current direction of him in mind in the beginning, because mm-hmm. in the very beginning it was all these and thou's and thou oughts, and he was a little mm-hmm. bit of a meathead, but he was more Shakespearean. But you know nowadays he's not bumbling, but there's, there's definitely they've realized that Chris Hemsworth has comedic timing, and he works right. better if he's put in comedic situations. They kind of scaled that version of Thor back, and then removed. What they would describe as the adversity from his life, which is Loki, right? Right. So they're imagining Thor growing up privileged, spoiled, and adversity free. And this is what we get we get party Thor, right? Right. (laughs) And then Thor's like, Mom's leaving for the weekend. It's risky business on Earth. Let's roll. (laughs) You know, let's go to Midgard and tear it up. It's funny that you said that, you know, what we come to expect. At this point, up to this episode, I've realized to expect nothing. Because the episodes have been so wildly different. I've tried to come at it with logic, and that doesn't really work sometimes. And I've tried to come at it with you know certain expectations, and then they just get dashed from episode to episode. And again, I almost wish that this was an anthology with different animation types. Because if it was, we would be more receptive, I think, to the wild changes in tone that we're getting with these episodes. Right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it. It wasn't my favorite either, but I just kinda of sat back and I was I just let it wash over me. I was like, This is what yeah, we're doing. I was Here like we are.
0: I was sit- yeah, I was kinda of sitting there on my phone. Like every other episode I was like glued to the T mm-hmm. I was like, What's gonna happen next? This mm-hmm. one I was just like, uh, Yeah, it was on Facebook. Not a whole lot of they consequences. Yeah, they did some, yeah, they some, did cool some interesting things. Yeah, they did.
1: They did. Yeah, it's not like this episode was devoid of any kind of creativity or coolness. Captain Marvel shows up. That's cool. Yeah. What they did with Loki
0: yet. was my favorite. Yeah, I was no, like, what this, they did with Loki cool. was pretty. Cool. I was like, that's fucking cool. Um, <laughs> and there were there were a few times I laughed out loud.
1: Yeah, no, I got so got like I, I said, truffles. it wasn't a bad episode. Just like I said,
0: from what we have already seen, it's mm-hmm. it's all the way at the bottom.
1: yeah well i think by now we all have like what we've come to want out of what if or we get we got an idea of what's possible what we like and what we don't like oh man most previous episode of call it like i don't see it ad ripped into what if i think he might be done with the series now because he hated the zombies episode which is sad i kind of i know i like the episode zombies episode he hated the killmonger episode and he was what? like, bro, if episode seven isn't – I'm giving it one more chance, three strikes. If episode oh, no. seven isn't good, then you He's can just let me like know it. if I need to watch eight or nine. I was like, damn. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's funny. I, I think because Gamer Friends recently came out with their podcast, they were talking about it too, and they said it's hit or miss. It's, it's been hit or miss with a lot of people, and, yeah. and they don't really feel like recommending it to people as something you need to watch until you do because they're getting the impression – and I kind of do as well – that – eventually some of these stories will be continued in some kind of format. Mm-hmm. They're priming us for different storylines. So yeah. you don't really have to watch What If as a Marvel fan until you do. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's not a, it doesn't feel like a waste of time to me. I'm still interested to see like what's going to happen every week, what the flavor of the week is going to be, whether I'm yeah. into it or not. And, again, I as far as logic, if you really want to think hard about it, you're like, if you move this one piece, would all of this really come out this way? Probably not. But in a right. universe of well, infinite possibilities, right. you can't you can't restrain yourself like that. You can't go down that road. You just write a story and go with it. I mean, we did our our own what if gaming style, and we weren't trying to predict what would actually happen, but the possibilities were still fun to discuss, right? right? And mm-hmm. I think that's what we're looking at here—just one of many infinite possibilities some of them are going to hit some of them are not because they're swinging for the fences on a few of these you know yeah and this episode did what a, a few of the episodes have done
0: which is gave me a more interesting post credit scene yeah where it's like no i want to see that no i, know. I was like <laughs> uh, whoa more of that please <laughs> what if this please come on yeah and i'm sure i'm sure that like in season 2 there's going to be they're going to continue on that storyline could be could be, but or because yeah. we're because you, you don't show me that,
1: yeah. And again, <laughs> we're entering. Answering. I mean, you talked about it before. You wanted to see some new characters, yeah. You wanted one if to show you new characters. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of new. Kinda. Well, I mean, new versions, certainly, but uh, yeah, we're entering the multiverse, we're entering the age of King the Conqueror. Things are gonna get a little wacky for sure, mm-hmm. and things are gonna be pulled. I mean, look at Spider Man that's coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's opening the door Ooh, to a lot yeah. of bullshit. So this what if is gonna be a lot more plausible, or possibly affecting into the main MCU than we probably even know right now. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I will continue to watch it every week. I'm still enjoying it for what it is. I know you are too. So check back mm-hmm. with us next week. But as far as this week, what I gotta know right now, sir, is what you playing this week. I beat Tales of Arise I think the day after we recorded last week. Mm-hmm.
0: And it was amazing. They stuck Easily, the landing, huh? For me, they stuck the landing. So, here's the thing with Tales games and most JRPGs in general, there's a lot of anime bullshit in it. And, you know, it's just what we come to expect. We talked about that last week, yeah. And, yeah. It hits you with that and I love every minute of it. <laughs> okay. Like The, the, <laughs> the ending... Almost had me in tears. And the way that they do certain things I have, that I ha, I haven't seen done before in mm-hmm. an RPG or in the Tales series. So this is very... Oh my God. I'm doing post-game content right now. There's cameo battles where there are characters from past Tales games that you get to fight. Cool. And you can get upgraded weapons and armor and abilities and
1: mm-hmm. just,
0: just a bunch of cool shit. There's a new game plus that I'm going to dive into or that I want to dive into because... Lost Judgment just came out today, and I went to the store to buy it. I went to the exchange, actually, and they didn't have any copies. I was like, no, I wanted to play that this weekend. (laughs) So I'm going to have to wait on that, but maybe this weekend I can do some New Game Plus or just finish out some side quests for my current cleared game. Mm. But I can't recommend Tales enough. If you're a fan of JRPGs, you need to play Tales of Arise. You need to play Tales of Arise michael you
1: need to play tales of arise it's on Car. the list i'm a little bit listless right now when it comes to like oh. my next big thing i'll mm-hmm. talk about what what's taking up most of my time this week towards the end of the episode but i mean i'm open to it it's just yeah i can't i right now for whatever reason i can't pick a direction i can't yeah. i'm just it nothing's... took me
0: it took me about 45 hours to beat that game mm-hmm and this was doing, like, side quests, all the side quests along the way and stuff, so. Other than that, I picked up Monster Hunter Stories too. Okay. Finally. Because this was one that I was going to pick up, like, as soon as it came out, and then the other things just, you know, I started playing other stuff. You could have just borrowed mine. But, shit, I forgot you had it. it yeah, doesn't I got matter. the special edition. It doesn't matter. I want my own. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm two and a half hours in, and mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. Like, the frame rate is Mm. kind of abysmal sometimes, Mm. but... It is a Switch game. You know, and that's, that's the thing. Going from PS5 to Switch is like... Ah, it's so painful. Load times and frame rate—it's just like, oh my god! Oh, that's like, rough, buddy. Why did it have to be a Switch OLED? Why couldn't it have been a Switch Pro? <laughs> yeah, like we're not asking
1: for 4K, but can we get some frame rate and some load times in this right, piece? That's that's it. That's all I need is frame rate. Can you just put? Times. Can you just put like an OLED onto an SSD? Slap some controllers on. Oh the my side? god! Please, <laughs> Jesus, uh, <laughs> I need it.
0: But uh, yeah, it's so weird, like going straight from Tales of Arise, which is JRPG to a JRPG yeah. on the Switch. is like night and day load times, mm-hmm. night and day frame rate. But I mean, Monster Hunter Stories, it has its own charm and it's cute. And mm-hmm. also you've got cool moves you can do and shit. Mm-hmm. And the monster
1: hatching part of it is really fun. Yeah. And there's some yeah. unique really outfits you can get with the Amiibos. You should visit me and unlock those sometime. Bring your Switch Ooh. over. I like unique outfits. And I uh <laughs> you know, I had to make my main character black as hell. He black as fuck, man. We black.
0: And I love it.
1: Yeah, his features the, are white. Uh, the but g- his skin is black. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that when it, they have like the skin tones, oh but God, then the features just, are anglo and you're like, well uh, Yeah. And you? then
0: the two hairstyles that we get is Afro, which overlaps the the headband and corner. So rows. they don't even try to fit it into the headband that the yeah. character wears. And cornrows. Yeah, every time. (laughs) I got cornrows. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if you you got the choice, yeah. Right, but I'm really enjoying it, and it's going to be my little nighttime game that I play when I go up for bedtime. And I also, uh, yeah, I also tried out the Bluetooth for the Switch, the Bluetooth speak. Yeah, Uh, did you connect your Raycon
1: earbuds? Yeah, I connected my
0: Raycon earbuds, and it's, eh. There were a few times where, like, the sound was just like sputtering so it is laggy like i said last yeah week. the reports are true okay well yeah, you heard I it think, here folks I player think, two tested yeah. it i think it's only when it's docked though okay or if it's docked and it's like behind like my dock is behind my tv so i put my switch behind my tv so there's mm. like something so it's got like, blocking like, yeah i mean Bluetooth that could be it or it could just be a crap signal, force you know yeah <laughs> But yeah, so that's what I've been playing this week, but I know that we talked about this already, but you've been playing quite a bit this week, sir.
1: Yeah, some games here and there, for sure, for sure. I'll get into it. So Fire Emblem Warriors, we recorded early last week. I was on the cusp of finishing it. I did. On stream, I finished my last maps. My very last map gave me a little trouble. I had to do it a couple tries. But because those those DLC maps are hard. Like you have to have like top tier level characters and even then you gotta pay attention. Which is good. Right. I like a little challenge in a Warriors game. But I'm done. I'm done. I finally finished Fire Emblem Warriors. Did I oh, get everybody's support oh. level up to AA No. Did I get all the materials to get all their passive abilities unlocked? No. But did I complete all the maps and scenarios and all difficulty modes? Yes. Ooh, and that baby. is what is important to me. Bonus, I completed all their weapons, which also felt like a Herculean effort. Great game. I did check the hours in my Switch. I'm just under 300 for that game, wow. so I was close. That's
0: got to be tough to do all that with one player.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, my my boys can't grow up fast enough. Let me tell you. I need I need <laughs> I need my little babies to grow I need up. Player two and three. I need player two and three exactly. So one day one day we'll be out here cutting it up for sure right I' um, a warriors eight for <laughs> brawlers this week I popped in fist of the north star lost paradise and You're already uh, dead. you are already drunk <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did the bartending mini game <laughs> Hokuto! hundred proof rush those are those are the drinks <laughs> that I love that game I love how everything he does he goes at it with the same martial arts ferocity as his fighting. Uh-huh. Like he's in a clinic and he has to heal people to music. He's a bartender, you know, like he does all this extra stuff and he just, he puts his whole Part martial arts style into it. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. So I got a, I got a TikTok video out of that, which I thought was a lot of fun, but I mean, what can I say about Fist of the North Star? that hasn't already said, I will say this. I haven't played it in a few years because it came out a few years ago. I think like in 2018 mm-hmm. and it looks great. Runs great on the PS five. Load times are pretty swift. The New Game Plus, even on hard mode, is super easy. Like, I I have him not all the way maxed out level-wise, but as much as you Mm -hmm. would if you went through the game once. And he's just too strong. Yeah. You know, I even fought a boss, and the boss, you know, gave me a little trouble, as in I couldn't defeat him in a couple of seconds. But as long as I was able to dodge around him, and, you know, I've been playing a lot of Judgment lately, so, again, it translates well, I was able to take him down pretty easily. That's how I kind of ended the stream on Monday, so. Cool. I don't know. I, I still think it's fun to do New Game Plus, but I wish it was a little bit more challenging or made me use more of my moves, so to speak. Yeah. That's uh, but, one of those
0: games that fell into my backlog.
1: Like, I was playing it, and then it was just like, eh. Yeah. Well, we we talked about how Yakuza-style games do that sometimes. Yeah, they, they be do. like that they sometimes. Do. And it, it's the same developer, and it, it for all intents and purposes, it's Yakuza with a fist of the North Star coat of paint over the yeah. top of it uh but yeah it it not which i mean sounds amazing because it is so go play it if you have it's really cheap on psn i played a new game that dropped on game pass called i am fish i am fish yeah one of our tiktok friends was showcasing it i don't remember who i don't know if it was why you should play or another channel and i'm sorry that i forgot who it was if you're listening and you know shout me out but yeah they were featuring i am fish And I was talking back and forth with them about it. Maybe it was Retro Gamer. Anyways, so I hopped on and basically it's really cute. In the beginning, you're like this cute little Pixar looking fish in a pet shop and you have three other fish you play with. And then the three fish get taken away and then you're in the fishbowl by yourself and you kind of bump into the side of your circular fishbowl and it rolls forward. And you Mm -hmm. realize you can roll your fishbowl because it's enclosed and roll your way out of the shop and try to get to the ocean. So it becomes like this kind of physics-based puzzle game where you're trying to roll through town and not like fall and crash your fishbowl and die because you (laughs) run out of oxygen. (laughs) And uh, Ben got really obsessed with watching me play it. He's like, let's play the fish game. I'm like, oh, no. Why do you always latch on to games I only want to play for like a day or two? (laughs) Well, I'm done. (laughs) Right? I'm done. But the cool thing about I Am Fish is it's got a fair amount of challenge, and then when you get to the ocean with one fish... You get to play as the other three and they have various abilities. Like there's a puffer fish who, when he puffs up, he can kind of bounce a bit and roll really fast on dry land. So if he's trying to get from pond to pond, he can puffer up and be able to, you know, roll quickly without running out of oxygen before he gets to the water again. Or if he's at the bottom of a lake, he can puff up and it'll give him a boost, which launches him out of the water so he can reach high places, stuff like that. So cool. it's fun for what it is. Like I said, it's a little puzzle game you can probably complete in a weekend. But I enjoyed it. Nice. I played Skatebird. Been talking about Skatebird. Skatebird. They did not do Tony Hawk, unfortunately. You can play as a no. hawk, but not Tony Hawk. We we picked a cardinal, our state bird, and uh, our <laughs> state bird, Skatebird. And- <laughs>
0: Skatebird, Skatebird.
1: And it's cool. It, I mean, the birds are tiny, so it's cute to see, like, a skate park made out of somebody's room with, like, pencils and folders and different shit like that. Right. But, you know, when you've played something like a Tony Hawk's or a skate and you are used to that level of refined physics and skating gameplay, whenever you play something that kind of falls short, you notice it pretty easily. And mm. this one, controls-wise and physics-wise, like, just misses the mark. Like, it's a novelty, okay. and it's cute, and the birds are definitely cute, and the birds are animated really well until they crash, and then they just kind of roll around, which, again, I did a TikTok on that because I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, so I don't know if I'd recommend it, but if you have Game Pass, there's no reason not to download and try it, at least, especially if you're into skating games and you like cute bodies. It be cute, the bodies. cute bodies. Little body. Cute, little, cute little bodies. And let's see. Friday Night Frights. I play The Evil Within. And it I know, I, know I mentioned... I was going to play that. Yeah, it's very skewy. And it looks fantastic. I forgot how good. Yeah, that game is gorgeous. I don't know Hmm. if it came through. I just recently increased my bit rate on streaming because I noticed that my videos were coming through a little crappy. So I don't know if it came through on the most recent episode, but I'm doing episode two tonight. So that'll be out by the time this is out. Uh, But just the rain pouring down and hitting people's faces and running off like it's it's very beautifully animated. It is scary. There were a couple times I jumped, of course, and it's buck wild and I had a fun time. (laughs) There's a section and again, I put this up on TikTok. I've been putting a lot of stuff on TikTok lately, but there was a section where I was running from a bunch of zombies, like a big group of them came and it was like a Resident Evil 4 village moment when you're running to the castle and a bunch of zombies come at you. And I was like, oh, but there was like a house I missed. What if there's loot in there? So like yeah. run around the zombies and I, like they're like yeah they're trying to get me and they mm-hmm. run past me and then I get to the thing I'm like oh it's empty and then I ran back and then I realized I was like hiding these zombies around and it was like a Benny Hill situation and they're like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> um, and that's not to say the game is super easy it can be tough but I thought that part was uh, extra funny so it's a good game I'm gonna keep playing it hopefully beat it this time I got like ninety percent there. You ever know when, when you get a, when you when you play a game and you get ninety percent there, you never forget it. You're all you're. It's oh, yeah. always in the back of your mind, like why didn't you finish that? Yeah,
0: the the game for me is Star Ocean: The Last Hope. I got to the very end of that game, mm-hmm. like the was last. Was that the PS2? And I
1: just stopped. No, it was PS3 okay. or 360. What was the PS2 till the end of time? Till the end of time, ninety yeah. percent for me.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I haven't finished. I've played two or three star ocean games and i haven't finished any of them
1: (laughs) what what is it with star ocean and yakuza i don't know (laughs) nobody finishes
0: the ps5 one and it's only like a 20 hour game apparently and i got like
1: 17 hours in (laughs) wasn't that the name of one of our episodes (laughs) nobody finishes star ocean probably i feel like it was i feel like we've talked about this that's totally the thing yeah oh my god yeah anyways oh First time Tuesdays. I decided to go ahead and dust off Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Oh baby, yeah. So from, you hadn't played it yet. I hadn't played it. I mean, I got it. <laughs> Far Cry it Five. Me, I got. I got. No, no, I didn't buy it from you. I bought it from. Oh another no, guy. no,
0: I got one from
1: you. Did you? You might I have. Think. I don't know. Who? Who knows? There was some situation. But I, I got a bundle <laughs> when it first came out. It was like it was Far Cry Five, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, and Days Gone. And of all those games. Up till Tuesday, I had only played Days Gone, like arguably the worst one in that trio, but you're I got right. all three of those games for like eighty bucks, and I was like, eh, "That's a pretty good deal." Well, but that yeah, it, terrible now. <laughs> yeah, no, now you're like, "Oh, why did you do that?" But no, it, like literally within months of them coming out. So Sekiro, I really liked. It's beautiful because it's a From Software game. Of course, it's beautiful. And you immediately get like a grappling hook and you're zipping around like Spider-Man up on rooftops, which really puts you in a better position when you're exploring a from software environment because monsters and enemies are getting the drop on you less because you're busy getting the drop on them. There even is, and I wish this was in other Dark Souls games, there is a reticle that shows when you're about to get a critical hit, either through Mm -hmm. fighting and wearing them down, or if you do – you know how you do the the jump leap, like the leap from above – And you can, I never time the attack to get to it reliably. Like sometimes I hit it and I get the animation and tons of damage. Right. And then sometimes I just completely whiff it. Well, in this game, you know, you're going to get it because there's a little like red circular reticle that shows up in the middle of the enemy's center mass. So, you know, you're locked on to do it. So as soon as you tap the button, it's going to activate, which is beautiful. Yeah. As soon as you touch what this game, this game's version of a bonfire, the enemies don't respond. They only respond if you heal at that bonfire. So you can still travel from bonfire to bonfire and activate bonfires without replenishing the enemies, which is a nice touch. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, is this going to be the From Software game for me? They're all slightly tailored, right? There's people right. that are not very good at Dark Souls, but they like themselves and Bloodborne. There are people that are like, yeah, Bloodborne, Sekiro, okay. So I was like, is Sekiro, you know, me? And I really thought so. Like the first hour, wow. hour and a half, maybe like <laughs> hour and change, I was like, okay, this is me, this is me. And then they just came in with the from software bullshit, man. Yeah. So you're gonna die, right? Which is fine. And when you die, they take half your money and half your experience. And sometimes there's like this grace thing that happens where it's like you it didn't get taken from you this time because there's a 30 percent chance it won't i was like oh cool i get to keep right. it whatever and i didn't really get to a point where i was spending money and experience i hadn't done much with that yet it didn't seem like the game relied on it too heavily so i was like you know i hate losing stuff when i die but in, in this point i'm okay with it i'm gonna keep playing but then i get a notification because i kept dying against this particular enemy you now have the curse of x and the curse of y And you now have even more of a chance of losing stuff when you die. The more you die, the more you lose. And I'm like, okay, you mean to tell me you designed this game with dying in mind, but you're going to penalize the character. The more they die, the more often, not just penalize them for dying, but in addition to that, hurt them more and more, making the game more and more difficult in a time where it's obviously too difficult. (laughs) you can fuck right off from software. Like I don't no shade against people who like those games. I get it. I, and I have mad respect for people who have patience for that. It's not that I can't play a difficult game. I could play it long enough and get good. But to me, that takes the fun out of it. When I know that every single time I make a mistake or I die, that things are going to be harder for me next time, that there's something actively working against me, learning the game and me getting better at the game through practice actively working against that game yeah why are you doing that i didn't ask for that i'm not saying it has to have an easy mode i know that's like a contentious debate among players whenever a new from software easy mode get good but at least a mode (laughs) that doesn't penalize you for dying like i don't care keep the difficulty i don't care stop kicking me in the dick when i'm down is what i'm trying to say yeah you know what i mean the thing my thing is throw an easy mode in there who cares? I mean, yeah. people care,
0: but it's like, if you don't want to play on easy mode, you don't have to. You don't with have somebody to. somebody like me who doesn't have time for that shit to keep mm-hmm. dying over and over and mm-hmm. over and over, mm-hmm. I want to play the game.
1: I want to experience the beautiful game. I want to see the cool shit yeah. Two And A-Ron, present, present right here. I'm okay with medium mode. It doesn't have to be less right. hard. Just don't punish me for dying because that's how I get good. Right? Right. Exactly. At least, like you said, there should be an easy mode. There should be a mode that removes the penalties for dying. And then you have the regular default normie, whatever. And if you want to call it, can I play daddy and emasculate me for picking it? Whatever. I that's fine. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) It's just. uh, Okay. From Software Ranto, I the thing that makes me so upset about it, I think, the reason why I get so worked up about it is the games are beautiful. The art is gorgeous, the lore is interesting. These games aesthetically are my jam. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I know you feel it too. Yeah, they're pretty, baby. Oh, they're beautiful. And so I feel like I'm being gatekeeped out of it because I... By the developer. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't enjoy the masochism that goes along with them. And again, no shade against those who do. If you're into that type of game, I'm so glad you have this because I think it's probably the best of its kind. I just don't like being further set back by making a mistake. Mistakes should be there to learn from. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They should be there to help make you better. But if you're constantly punishing somebody for trying to learn and trying to get better, then what what are you doing, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I, I love mm-hmm. roguelites. Returnal. Returnal was great. I went all the way through that just fine. And it was very punishing. Extremely punishing. Remember that week where I didn't get anywhere in Returnal? Yeah. I kept going. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I, I Again, I feel like I need to explain myself. I shouldn't feel like that. But there's just so much vitriol and... There's so much contempt from fans of those games for anybody that speaks out against the difficulty that I feel like mm-hmm. I have to explain myself and rationalize. Like, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a gamer I'm a with a capital, capital G. G, right? <laughs> Even though, do we really want to be a gamer with a capital G? and right? everything that that comes with? Probably not. Unless right. you're a patron with a capital G, then definitely. <laughs> exactly moving on the last game that i want to talk about in this section here would be ghost of Tsushima director's cut i played some of that for casual thursdays i still haven't gotten icky island because they recommend that you get past the first chapter before you do so i just mm-hmm. played a lot of story content the game is so gorgeous on pl- i cannot emphasize enough how beautiful that game is on playstation 5 yeah like it's I noticeable f- yeah, it is. It's it, the thing is, it was already really gorgeous on PlayStation Four, right? Right. But yeah, it just hits. It hits, and I feel like I'm getting my parries easier, and I'm able to like the the frame rate, like everything oh, yeah, is the frame just rate, yeah. nah. so it really <laughs> does help, and the game really does benefit. It it still feels weird to pay thirty dollars for a game that just came out. You know what I mean? Like to upgrade it, like, I, that, right. that's hitting a little weird. Xbox and other people have said it. Gamer friends have said it. And a lot of other people who have either Xbox or both systems have said it. Microsoft is definitely treating its customers better this generation. And there's none of that. You need to pay a bunch of money to upgrade your game shit. But they're also not offering the number of exclusives and blockbusters that require that upgrade. Exactly. So, I mean, Xbox, again, their indies, they're amazing. The first party titles they do have, they're great. Yeah. Sony still... We don't, we don't hate Xbox, everyone. We do not. Oh, no. I love we Xbox. Like, like I really Xbox. do. Yes, I wish... Love Xbox. I want Xbox to succeed. I want everybody to succeed so we have that healthy competition. I wish that PlayStation would follow Xbox's example and be nicer because they're holding all the toys I want. They have all those exclusives that yeah. I want. And they just... They're being dickish about it a little bit with all the uh, extra money. Like that whole yeah, Every Horizon other generation, pluffle, they get you know? a
0: big-ass head. Yeah, you know, Sony gets a big head, then Xbox gets a big Xbox, head. Xbox, yeah, Nintendo's that online only bullshit they were trying stays to pull. Big as <laughs> <And> Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo's Nintendo's the big biggest fuck. Nintendo, Nintendo over here, head. right? Nintendo's like, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, Nintendo oh, is man. off on its own thing. It's like y'all can hang with me. They're they're the cool kid who does not need any friends. So right. <sighs> <sighs> they're like y'all can join me if you want. I'm just gonna do my thing. I really don't care what right. you do. And they're like, we we want to join you. You're interesting. Yeah, I right, know you're, I am. You're cool. I know. Yeah, I know I'm cool i know fuck off Uh, yeah it's like should we invite nintendo yeah it's not gonna be the same without them i hate nintendo (laughs) i hate them too let's invite them (laughs) 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 fucking asshole all right uh let's move on to gaming news all right we got a few newsy bits before we get to the big thing this week because yeah it finally happened the nintendo direct
0: I yes, mean, we knew it was going to
1: happen, but they were getting towards the end of September. I was like, am I going to look like an asshole again? Because I said there was definitely <laughs> going to be a direct. Okay. No. Okay. Good. There's a direct. Okay. Yay. Okay. And they were just like, boom, direct tomorrow. And I was like, tomorrow? Shit. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Before we get to that. So you probably remember we cover the potential CMOS battery issue with PlayStation 4. For those who don't recall, there was the whole CMOS issue with PS3 and that was baked in the, the PS4 firmware. And what that is, is an internal battery that does an online check for game ownership. And since that battery can run out, eventually physical and digital games are unplayable because they cannot connect online. Essentially bricking your PlayStation 4, like giving it a timetable, right? right? A ticking clock. And we're like, fix that, Sony. Fix it with the firmware update. Please fix it, Sony. And they did. Very quietly this week, no big announcement or anything, version 9 has updated the PlayStation 4 and fixed the issue with the internal CMOS battery. No more ticking clock. As long as you don't toss it in the pool or something, you can continue to play games on your PlayStation 4.
0: Yay! Awesome. Right? So well, the, thing, the fact that that was something that even needed to be fixed in the first place is just like...
1: It's a little ridiculous, huh? Yeah. 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 So, what are you going to do? Alan Wake. So, the Alan Wake Remastered game that was recently announced was rated in Brazil for a Switch. All right. Alright. So I don't think it was previously announced coming to the Switch, but it looks like it probably will come to the Switch. Hooray! Now is it gonna be re-
0: Alan Wake remastered or is it gonna be just Alan Wake?
1: Because you know how they do it with Switch. Mm. Well we're gonna talk about that in a few, aren't we? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Alan Wake remaster <laughs> doesn't seem like it's the behemoth that say a like full scale remake would be. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's going to, to me, if I were to guess remastered, but again, just Alan Wake was rated. So I don't know. We'll see. Great. All right. Nintendo Direct. So a lot of stuff Ooh. was announced. Some stuff we have opinions on, some stuff we don't. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through the list. If something interests me, I will talk about it. If something interests you, you can interrupt me and talk about it and we will go from there. Sound good? All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's rock. Nintendo Direct. Monster Hunter Rise DLC. Coming summer 2022 cool mario party superstars online play support october 29th hope the online is good yay voice of cards the isle dragon roars a new card-based rpg by square enix drop on october 28th it does look interesting to me i like the fact that the overworld is made of cards too and i like the art we'll see and i believe yoko taro is involved as well it he yeah Uh, it's getting the side eye
0: it's yeah. getting the side eye. <laughs>
1: Disco Elysium, the final cut. Digital version on October 12th. A physical coming in 2022. High Rule Warriors, Age of Calamity, Expansion Pass, Wave 2, October 29th. New story content, new stages. Pyrrha and Robbie, a playable character together, it looked like. Like they, yeah. they paired up, I guess. Another mystery playable character. Additional actions for existing characters. You immediately get it if you've bought the expansion pass like me. I'll be looking forward to playing it. I'll probably stream it. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Chocobo GP! It's basically... Looks amazing! It's basically <laughs> Final Fantasy Mario Kart, and it's coming in 2022. Gonna buy it. Um, <laughs> now, I thought for sure yesterday they were gonna do the announcement of the final Smash character. But yes, at did. least they addressed it. They didn't pull, like... A Nintendo, and Nintendo, the Nintendo, where they just did, pretended it didn't exist. They're like, hey, right. y'all are probably it's looking Super for that Smash. final Smash <laughs> character. It's coming. Sakurai is going to do a presentation on October 5th. So right. my is prediction, <laughs> Monster Hunter character, and then surprise, if you bought both fighter passes, you get Waluigi for free, 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 free. And we were trying to remember because we had done our predictions on a previous episode. We were trying to remember what your predictions were. You had your main character and your bonus. I think you said Sora. Yeah. I think I said Sora. Do you remember what your bonus character was? I have to I go don't. back and listen to that episode. Yeah. Listeners, if It you're... was good though. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think our predictions were pretty solid. I was into it. So what, 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 what? It was, it was Busby? <laughs> <laughs> Bubsy 3D. <laughs> uh so <laughs> we'll see <laughs> complete with tank controls we'll see right. uh what happens on october 5th looking forward to it okay, okay. here's a big one kirby and the forgotten land oh a my god fully 3d platforming kirby advent kirby odyssey is coming yes. spring 2022 it looks awesome i can't wait yes it looks so good yeah there hasn't been a
0: 3d kirby game since crystal shards on the sixty four. Mm-hmm. like that's that's crazy mm-hmm. and it looks it looks really good and you know the i think the side scrolling <laughs> kirby was getting a little stale you know yeah, I, I didn't some... even play star allies. I well i mean
1: it's kirby but i didn't even play star allies even though you know i kind of wanted to but i, I played the demo it. it didn't grab me i didn't know anybody else that was going to get it and i think it probably shines better in multiplayer you know
0: yeah and i played return to dreamland on the wii and i actually really enjoyed that one but yeah i can't wait i can't wait Day one, let's go.
1: Kirby, right back at you. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have. Uh, so, <laughs> so, we have an update for Animal Crossing. I mean, anybody that's ever played Animal Crossing ever knows what it is, but they kind of hinted at it. We're basically getting the roost with Brewster, the coffee shop. It's going to oh. be added to the museum. Now, they didn't say that, but they played the music and they showed the symbol. And they said that there's going to be a specific direct for Animal Crossing in October where they're going to do a full reveal. So if you're a big fan of Animal Crossing, stay tuned in October for that direct. And can Uh, can they do me a favor and stop announcing announcements? Yo, dog, I heard you like announcements, so I put some announcements in your announcements. Right.
0: I think it's kind of like when movies (laughs) do a teaser or do an announcement. A trailer for a
1: trailer. Okay, it's like, but the
0: trailer for Venom. Will to be, be out. fair,
1: to be fair, <laughs> I was so hype for the <laughs> teaser we got for Wolverine. Like, like tease me, Te- right? I mean, that no, that's
0: fine because that's something we haven't seen before. But they're like, we're gonna tell you something about this at this time. <laughs>
1: but to to be fair, it's gonna be an expanded thing, giving you a ton of information yeah. and. We know what they're going to reveal. Plus, there could be bonus stuff. So, I I get where you're coming from, but I was like, eh, you know, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. The announcement with the announcement. Announcing the announcement. (laughs) Nintendo two. The announcements. (laughs) (laughs) So, they announced more free DLC from Mario Golf Super Rush. We got Koopa Troopa and Ninji, which is great. Support our Troopas. And two additional courses that should be out right now, I believe. Mm -hmm. So... If you are playing Mario Golf, get out there and, you know, download the update. Get yourself some new characters and shit. Sounds great. Disney Magical World 2, the enhanced edition, was announced. I think it used to be a 3DS game. Moving on. Star Wars. (laughs) Star Wars Knights of the Old. This made me laugh out loud. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the original game, is coming to the Switch on November 11th. Oh, yeah. What an (laughs) ill-timed announcement. It's like just after the remake was announced for PlayStation 5. Who the I mean, (laughs) 20-year-old. I know. It's on the go. People, whoever wanted to play it, probably already played on Xbox. I guess if you don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox and you really like Star Wars, that Venn diagram, which there's there's some people in there. There's some people in there. So good for you. But to me, I was like. I've had access to that version for so long and now we I'm waiting on the remake. I could not care less about that. Yeah. So But somebody will. Somebody will. And good hey, we're happy for you. For you. Dying Light Two, Stay Human, Cloud Edition, which of course, February fourth, twenty twenty two. And they're dropping a demo so you can check to see if your connection is, you know, par good or not so good. It's probably not. Probably not so good. <laughs> And then Dying Light Platinum Edition, which I don't think is a cloud version, that's coming out October 9th. So you can get, you get awesome. a little Dying Light on the go. Not bad. Yeah. I don't know if I would pay $60 for a game I could get for $10, but, you know. Mm, I wanna, uh, and I'm an inferior version as well. I, yeah, oh, okay. they didn't say they're going to charge 60 but, I mean, they're charging 60 Come on. Yeah, no, thank you. And then remember Project Triangle Strategy, that really poorly named strategy game in the 2D HD series from Square Enix that we all got to play a demo for last year? Well, guess what? Wait, was it last year or earlier this year? It was earlier this year. This year's been going slow. God damn, this year's been long. Yeah, so that game, well, guess what? They finally named it Triangle Strategy. (laughs) is what they went with. Um, Because that that evokes
0: fantasy and just i just have to play that i'm very
1: interested (laughs) that sounds like uh am i envision a group of dude bros with backwards hats you know hashing out how they're gonna get laid in front of a club okay bros project triangle strategy let's go there's three
0: kingdoms (laughs) so you know three points make a triangle and it's a strategy game.
1: Triangle strategy, baby. Oh, that's so sweet. I was being very crude with my analogy of a triangle, but then you you took it yeah. to the actual shape. That's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you. Anyways, I'm actually looking forward to the game itself. They talked about how they fine-tuned the game based on the feedback from the demo. A lot of different details, difficulty I, I just I just
0: want to say some of these things should have already been thought of and not been <laughs> they were like, we, we're added,
1: thanks to your feedback, we're in a difficulty mode Yeah, thanks to your feedback, we decided to have sound, we know, we know that you really like sound, so we put sound effects in our game, you're welcome gamers so, right, thanks for your feedback this game would have been
0: awful without you
1: <laughs> yeah, wow, we never even thought of putting the color red in this game, nice job gamers <laughs>
0: patting themselves on the back for a survey for some shit they should have just came up
1: with. <laughs> you guess what? You can move the camera around the battlefield. I <laughs> legit filled nuts? out that survey too. You know I fill out surveys. I'd be filling out surveys I, on oh, screen, I baby. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, I would like to have sound in this game. They're like, you got it, MC paper stacks. <laughs> sound just it. for you. Now the game is coming out. <laughs> the game <laughs> You're the only person who wanted sound. <laughs> A special thank you. <laughs> oh my god,
0: you're gonna be in the special thanks section! <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Sound design, uh, contributions, MC papers. Paper um, Ooh. so the game is coming out when everything else is coming out, spring 2022, specifically March 4th. So I'll be picking that mm-hmm. up for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, shit. Metroid Dread got a nice, fat, juicy trailer that made yeah, me dude. actually really excited for the game much more than I was before. And yeah. that's ahead of its imminent October 8th release. So, yes, yes, those yes, are looking yes. forward to it. It's coming. It's coming quick. Hopefully I can uh, get through uh, Monster Hunter. before they Yeah. Ask. Another big beefy boy. Big, big, chunky, chunk news. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online Expansion. Now, Ooh. we're getting details soon. We're not sure how much more expensive it's going to be. I'm on one of those, quote-unquote, family plans yes. with my friends. Family. My friend's Family. So, I'm paying like maybe two or three bucks a year for Switch Online. So, if they raise the price from like 20 to 30 or 40 or 50, there's like seven of us. I'll be fine. Yeah. But here's what they're going to get. With the expansion tier comes a selection of Nintendo 64 games. Nintendo
2: 64! Wow! (laughs) 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 Wait, no, (laughs) that was Crash. Right.
1: (laughs) 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 Whoa! (laughs) And, yeah, and... Generation Y and Zoomers could not be more pissed. They're like, F you, FN64. But boomers like me, excited. Yay. I'm into it. Yay. Me I love too. retro Star games. Fire 64 is on there. Yeah. Ugh. Run down the list. Do it, do it, do it. Do oh, okay, okay, okay. So here's, here's what they're dropping. Dropping on this expansion. Super Mario 64. Mario mm. Kart 64. Game Changes. Star Fox 64. Although the box art said Lilith Wars, which is the UK version. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yoshi's Story. A Ooh. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Dr. <laughs> Mario 64. Mario Tennis. Operation Back. Shout Shoutouts to ooh, Koei. Ooh. That is my shit. <laughs> Sin and Punishment, which up until now was a Japanese-only release, I do believe, or it may have came out, pal. Not U.S. though. I know that. Yeah. Which is great. Sin and Punishment's yeah, awesome. awesome. Didn't Treasure make it? Can't or wait. maybe not. I don't know if Treasure made it. Did Treasure make it? I think Treasure made it. If Treasure made it, it's for sure. It's goaded. Either way, though, I I like the one on Wii. So now. In addition to N64 games, you also get Sega Genesis games. What? Now,
0: <laughs>
1: so if you're anything again, if you're a boomer like me and you like retro games, you probably already have the Sega Genesis Collection digitally downloaded to your Switch. You probably already have the Sega Genesis Classic. You probably already have it on 360, Xbox, like every console and its mother has a mm-hmm. Sega Genesis Collection. But now, play them online. You get Golden Axe, Strider, Musha, which I think is Japanese only, Shining Force. Oh, Musha is not Japanese. Oh, it is not? Okay, thank you. I wasn't no. sure. I, I never it's seen it It's expensive as hell, though. It's expensive as a motherfucker. Yeah. So that's nice. Shining Force, Sonic 2, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is basically Puyo Puyo, Streets yeah. of Rage 2, Shinobi <clears throat> 3, Echo the Dolphin, my favorite Sega Genesis game of all time, Gunstar Heroes, my yeah. favorite... Sega Genesis RPG, Fantasy Star 4, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, and Rystar. Yeah. Good that lineup. lineup is... Solid. Nuts. It's solid. It's nuts. Eventually, they're going to add more N64 games. And again, they didn't do Mystical... My, my boy, Goemon, Mystical Ninja. He's not in it yet, which makes me sad. Mm. But we did Man. get confirmed. Majora's Mask, F-Zero X, Banjo-Kazooie, Mario Golf, Kirby sixty four, the Crystal Shards, yeah. Pokemon Snap, so Polygon booty holes, right. you know but what I'm talking about. Polygon booties, and Paper Mario, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, it's great. I never got to ch- yeah, chance to play Paper Mario on sixty four. So, yep, it took them a while, but they did it. a yeah, bitch, so no did, did it. <laughs> now, not only did they do it, but they did it because that those controller rumors we were hearing about. Mm -hmm. They remade an N64 controller for Switch and a Sega Genesis controller for Switch. Skip that Sega Genesis controller, but get that N64 controller for sure. It's funny, uh, this group I was in, (laughs) they were like, only
0: fucking dumb collectors are going to buy these controllers. And I... I'm over here like, uh, I'm going to buy the n 64 controller just for Star Fox alone. Present. <laughs> Sorry. Also, Sorry. I didn't I mention mean, this. I'm motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't mention this, but they, the games in Star Fox 64 was specifically called out. These games have online play support. Yeah. So you and three other friends can play Star Fox 64 online and, of course, couch co-op. That's amazing. Yeah,
0: I think that correct me if i'm wrong i think that the that Star Fox 64 is single player but there is a multiplayer mode where you can battle your friends
1: we were talking about this before i don't yeah. know if that that sounds correct but i also have weird memories of being able to play the campaign with a friend i know
0: i know me too but then um, the more i think about it, the more i'm like Wait, did we just pass the controller back and forth?
1: You know, you're probably right. Like, the first thing is probably right. I think it's a stain Bears situation. You're like, are you sure it's spelled Stein and not Stain? Right. Sinbad wasn't in Kazam, are you sure? Kazam, you sure? You Kazam? Sure. Was Sinbad wasn't a genie in it? That was just Jack? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a shared weird memory. But, yeah, so I'm excited to hear more about that. They're going to release the Deets late next month, late, late October. And I'm going to be calling up my friend who heads up our family account to get that shit upgraded. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Shadowrun Trilogy coming next year. Castlevania Advance Collection is out now. You get Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance, Castlevania the only one you really want to play, Aria of Sorrow, and Castlevania Dracula X. And, I mean, they're all great games, but Aria of Sorrow is the GOAT for sure. Yeah. Now, and they're all very expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now they're updated with a new rewind feature, the option to quick save and button mapping. You know, the oh, things that you probably nice. already have on your ROM hack on your phone. And a gallery mode with previously unreleased artwork from the series. Nice. Awesome. That's nice. Cool. Act Razor Renaissance, also out right now. I think it's like 30 bucks. It's a full remake of the original Act Razor game on SNES. I'm excited for this because I feel like Act Razor had a lot of potential. And it had a lot of gameplay ideas packed into that little cartridge that didn't quite pan out because of the limitations of the system. And mm-hmm. with a full remake from the ground up, these mechanics get room to breathe. And I think that a lot of its more modern sensibilities are going to shine through this remake. So, exciting. I hope it catches yeah. on with people. Lord. Delta Deltarune Chapter 2, out now, free, just like Deltarune Chapter 1. So if you have Deltarune Chapter 1, you can get this as a free update. Awesome. Yeah, the developer was like, "It's been a rough year for everybody. Here's a free awesome game. I love you.
0: Mm-hmm. We I love thought it was you too." Undertale for a second, I know it's the same
1: company. What's that? I said I thought it was Undertale when I was yeah, watching it. Was it like, basically is. Yeah, yeah. It's like the spiritual successor to, to Undertale. Shigeru Miramoto popped in to announce a <laughs> Super Mario movie, which we all knew was like in the works, mm-hmm. and they're dropping it. 2022 specifically yeah. in, in america first interestingly enough december 21st 2022 with you know other versions around the world to follow and he gave a cast list and Ooh. i thought i was gonna die laughing because i couldn't breathe when he <laughs> we were <getting laughs> off the cast list so i think that all of these let me just say off the bat, I think talent-wise, all of these actors could do a fine job. I think it's wacky and wild, and whether the movie's really bad or really good, I think it's it's going to be interesting. He led off with Chris Pratt as Mario, and he was like, yeah, he's that... so cool. Right, he's so cool, isn't he? <laughs> it's like, what yeah, is and that yeah, hit weird cool. <laughs> with, I don't know, like the whole thing with his church and the homophobia. I was like, ew, I don't know, but it, you know, I'm sure he can do the job. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna let yeah. that sit. People yeah, are are yeah, yeah. not happy for various reasons, and they have every right to be. It's fine. Anya Taylor Joy, the chick from Queens Gambit, and I think she was in oh, um, that was. New Mutants. Oh yes, yep, she was. Yep, she played Colossus' sister. Yeah. Oh, uh, New Mutants. It's it's mm, it's okay, but the ending doesn't really stick the landing. Damn. Yeah. Uh, she's playing Peach. Uh, we have Charlie Day of It's Always Sunny as Luigi, which best
0: casting. Intrig- yeah, uh,
1: that's one of the things I was really starting to laugh at. And then the best, best casting. Jack Black is going to be Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Young Love Jables. It. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Mario, I took your princess. She <laughs> you will be mine. <laughs> he is going to kick your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> then we have keegan michael key as toad
0: <laughs> oh yeah so we we talked about this earlier i said he's gonna be a
1: jive talking toad <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be obama like, damn, Mario. he's what gonna be the hell happened? peach's anger translator <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Toad-stool <sees> my shit. <laughs> oh my
1: god I can't even. All right. And then Seth Rogen is going to be voicing Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah. It's Stoner Donkey Kong. Cool. Yep, cool. Basically.
1: Basically. And then they said that Charles Martinet, the, the voice of Mario, will cameo in the movie. Whatever that mm-hmm. means. Some folks are like, oh, he should be playing Mario. But I was like, ah, I mean, I kind of get it. I think I see what they're going for. I'm not going to judge it too much until the movie comes out. But the casting is wild. Like, it's, yeah. it's wild. So, Yeah. I am always learning, so if there's anybody else in the cast list that is problematic, I'm sorry I failed to recognize that. I didn't really look too much into Chris Pratt until I saw all the pushback about this cuz I heard some problematic stuff mm-hmm. that he might have been quasi canceled and I just I was like I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. <sighs> I'm I'm just tired. <laughs> I can't keep I can't keep up, up with up. the cancellations. And that, and that's not me saying I don't care. Don't misconstrue, I care. I do. Trust me. I'm out here donating and marching and protesting with the rest of y'all. I'm out here doing what I can. I'm just tired. I'm tired of people being bags of shit and me finding mm-hmm. out about it. I'm right. tired <laughs> of having to like be like, well, I guess I'm not playing Diablo 2. And that doesn't mean like if I learn about it, I'm going to ignore it. But it also means I'm not out here on the internet trying to find out who to cancel next. I'm just tired. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I want to shout out Kevin Michael Richardson as yeah. Kabek.
0: Yeah. Kamek, I mean, right? Or is it Kavik?
1: The Yellow Magic. Coop. Yeah, that's Kamek.
0: Yeah, okay. Kevin Michael Richardson is a very accomplished voice actor mm-hmm. and, like, the only, like, actual career voice actor <laughs> in, the, in the cast, which is funny. I mean, to, but fair, he... the,
1: to be fair, these other folks have. I mean, Jack Black and Seth Rogen were yeah, no, together I know that... on Kung Fu Panda, right? Yeah,
0: I know they have voice acted, but, like, like I said, I know what you mean. Your voice, I head, know what you
1: like, mean. He, yeah. yeah, like he's a pro. So, uh, like Charles Martin, he, yeah, he's he's excellent, yeah. excellent, cool, cool. Splatoon three got a lengthy trailer ahead of its yeah. 22, 22. Yeah, I don't care. And then the <laughs> final thing, so we mm. get a trailer. Mm. It's Shibuya. It's getting wrecked again. Is it just me? Shibuya I was roll this in, call. Shibuya. Roll call. I was just mentioning this in uh, the Discord I was in when I was watching. Shibuya is like competing to be the next New York as far as getting the most destroyed in media. Right, Shibuya is just getting <laughs> wrecked every other game. Yeah, uh, so yeah, really Shibuya is getting wrecked. Giant kaiju like monsters. You were thinking Xenoblade, right? Yeah, I was
0: like, I was like Xenoblade, but then I saw the P. I, I saw platinum, platinum
1: like in the very beginning. So I was, I didn't think Bayo yet because I have not been hanging on for Bayo like a lot of other folks have. And then I saw the dog from Astral Chain, and I was like, oh my God, a sequel to Astral Chain. That's, you know, okay. Cool. Hey. hey All yeah. right. And then it happened. Which time? Young Bayo came out. Mm-hmm. Just well, old Bayo. Old, old old Young Bayo. <laughs> you know her, you love her. She came out whooping ass, and she quipping, using her hair magic. And then she used a a ton of it, and then she started to use kaiju Pokemon to fight the other tall monsters. It was beautiful. It was crazy. Like you said, that poor Switch. Right? (laughs) That poor Switch. That poor Switch. If there was ever a game that needed (laughs) a Switch Pro, it was Bayonetta 3. They're going to release a liquid cool dock (laughs) to put (laughs) your Switch in when you play Bayo 3. Oh my god, it's going to (laughs) burn the fuck up. Let it burn. Right. Let it burn. My hands, it it's burning.
0: But yeah, Bayo three. Oh my god, yeah. twenty seventeen. This game was announced. Finally,
1: this I is f- the first trailer for it. I feel like every direct since it was announced, you were like waiting for that Bayo three. I was announcement to drop at the mm-hmm. end of it. We, it was like a running joke. I remember we didn't even watch this direct together because I'm always like ten seconds ahead, yeah. and so I'm always teasing you. Like, oh Bayo, you're like what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're like i'm getting off the phone before you try that shit right uh, but it ha- and, then it, and then it happened i, I would yeah, have been so able to I'll play that, that joke and then it actually would have been true damn yeah oh well. been like bayo and you're like shut up it's astral chain right. oh shit I it is I, I can't
0: wait i cannot wait it's great it's gonna be great give it to me give it to me <sighs> and here's the, here's the thing about bayonetta the story is not good like, the story... No, you don't want to become some Bayonetta it's a story. It's not good at all. No. But no. when you when you have a game that has, is so beautifully made and the gameplay and the action is just so incredible, it's like, it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. Nah, don't matter. Like, I would argue the Devil May Cry story isn't good. No. Yeah. Not at all. No. God, no. <laughs> right. No. Exactly. So, uh, uh, I just want to imagine that these games actually had good stories and then they could be up there, up there. But it doesn't matter because they're amazing. Bayonetta 3, right. 2022... When that guy slashed 2022, I was like, is oh, <gasps> it coming out 2021? Is it oh, coming dad. out today? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. right. Drop Shadow, it later today, Better Drop
1: Bayonetta 3. <laughs> I, that is the big... Mm. Nintendo. Oh, my Ooh, God. Ooh, Nintendo. Ooh, boy. Ooh, you better not. You better but I will, not. But
0: I will say this. It made me sad that Bayonetta is Nintendo exclusive because I was like, God, this will look great on my PS5. Mm-hmm. This will look so good. Mm. Oh, well. Maybe it'll come to get Game Pass. You know, they've been playing nice.
1: To be fair, I mean, you've played a fair bit of Astral Chain. Platinum's pretty good at getting the most out of the Switch. You know what I yeah. mean?
2: Yeah. There
1: there are some developers, Capcom is a little guilty of this, of not optimizing too well on the Switch. Mm-hmm. But it can be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Koei yeah. Tecmo, not very good. The the Switch version of Persona 5 Strikers. Yikes load times are not great but there are some developers and again nintendo like when they're trying to do that first party exclusive they're like mm, we're gonna yeah we're gonna get it in there so give you this money give you this give you this money and this time and this talent let's go so that was a direct overall i give it a i give it an a minus yeah i think right nine
0: nine yeah nine nine point five ten whatever they show bail three it's a ten i'm sorry Pale 3 and N64 games and Sega Genesis games online. Yeah. And a new Kirby. This 3D. It's, it's goaded. It's a goaded
1: Nintendo Direct, and we love it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Love it, too. So, all right. Well, we're going to move on. This episode is getting long in the tooth, so we need to wrap mm. things up. So, listener questions. We got one this week. Via email, AJM wants to know... What mini game would you like to see expanded as a standalone game? I'm going to let you go first because I'm still kind of gelling. Okay, okay. On my pick. So, I go to card games a lot. There are some really decent card games. You think of Triple Triad and Final Fantasy VIII. Mm-hmm. You think of Gwent and The Witcher 3. Now, interestingly enough... The Witcher 3's Gwent got its own standalone game. Yes, it did. And it did okay. But what I'd really like to see is a physical version of Gwent and Triple Triad. So, peep this. You know how they have amiibo cards. You can actually put NFC chips and cards, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. What if they release card packs for Triple Triad and for Gwent and you had to like basically you buy your starter pack which is like a deck like a board where you lay mm-hmm. the cards down and the board is electronic so it can sense the cards and then so the graphics and the effects either come up as like LED lights or sounds or maybe even like you know a little bit of holographic technology we can do it we can do it right yeah yeah we'll yeah probably yeah, do yeah. it yeah 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 put the mirrors up there that's ah, fine and then you know have like something physical that you can actually place down Either that, or I'd want like a VR version if they can't do that. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Well, VR. Oh my god. Yu Gi Oh. Ah.
0: Dude, yeah, Yu Gi Oh VR. Duel. Oh my god. Oh my god, make that
1: fucking game because it's basically the show at that point. Make the game. What are you doing? Get out, get off your ass. What are you doing? Listen to this podcast. Right. I mean, keep listening. Come on. All, you can program while you listen, right? Start yes. writing code. <laughs> Write the right. code. Dog this is magician. Jerry Seinfeld. Write the code. What are you doing? Where's the code, Elaine? It's a code, George. Jerry, 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 Jerry. I'm still racist, but write the code. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it. <Right. laughs>
1: okay. All right. Where were we? I don't know. Randomly referencing Jerry. I am a boomer. God. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, you I hang out with so many young about UVO, people. I know. <laughs> I hang out with so many young people, I'm constantly reminded of how old I am. I'm, I am I feel mm. blessed that I still have a youthful spirit of sorts. Yes. You know? At least I'm not mm-hmm. a curmudgeon. At least I'm not shaking my fist at your damn music. Right. <laughs> um, speaking of which, just a sidebar, Soldier Boy's in the news for talking shit again. He says he's making a Def Jam-style fighting game with all the like, current rappers.
0: Oh, Jesus. I think he's
1: lying his ass off because he also said that he owns Atari, and he does, in fact, yeah. not own Atari. And even if he did make a game with all the current rappers, his ass would get sued to hell and back. Yeah, because <laughs> he ain't got no like rights. I right. know he ain't got no deal with nobody. You know. Uh-uh. So yeah. Anyways, I'm trying to stay relevant. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's how you do it. You you get on Twitter. He or said, in front of a mic. And say said, some stupid shit. Soldier boy up in this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Superman! That's gonna be my move. <laughs> right. Superman move. All right. Anyways. Enough stalling. Yes. I I see you over here. Okay. What's your mini game to be expanded as a standalone game? Okay, so. Is it Blitzball? (laughs) Well, I'm thinking about that. Okay, but.
0: Okay, so hear me out. Okay. Uh God of War. Oh, God. Sex mini game. Get. mm. (laughs) (laughs) I can't with you right now. I really can't. Quit bullshitting. Uh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just Good. Playing. Jesus. Um, Leisure Shoot Kratos. It's literally here. just quick time events the whole time. Right. <laughs> Leisure Shoot Kratos. <laughs> That's the name <laughs> of the episode. Leisure Shoot Kratos.
1: Make some of gods come loud. <laughs> Anyways.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, no. Kind of joked about it earlier. Blitzball. Yeah? Yeah. I For think real? that Blitzball could make an interesting full game. Now, I know that the physics of moving through water and stuff, especially what would essentially be a sports game, would be difficult. But if there is a
1: developer that could do it, then that's something I would be interested in. So you're thinking more of like a live action version rather than turn-based like it is in the game? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking,
0: just think NFL, Street, NBA, Street, any of the street games, Mm -hmm. but with
1: Blitzball, basically. Because that's all, (laughs) that's all, it's NFL, Street, Underwater. Yeah. Or FIFA Street Underworld. But it definitely has to be extra arcade with a lot of magic and Final Fantasy bullshit in it, for sure. Right, exactly. And, yeah. like, you can,
0: you'd be able to, like, upgrade your kicks with magic or mm-hmm. equip mm-hmm. certain items to your character. And, like, it, I think it'd be interesting. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know. It could work. It could work. It I just, it, it would
0: depend on the fluidity of the movement that they could achieve mm-hmm. with, with, you know, developing it and just probably graphics, too. Or they could just go with a cartoony style. Mm hmm. Like the street games, yeah, But yeah. I think I think that uh, you know we joked about it,
1: but I think Blitzball could be actually pretty cool. Okay,
0: Blitzball Street. <laughs>
1: well, there you go, AJ. That's uh, that's what we're thinking. So uh, let us know, listeners, on the social medias or via email if uh, you have a mini game you think we'd like to be expanding in a standalone game. We'll uh, shout you out next episode. And of course, feel free to turn in your listener questions. We're always happy to. Get feedback from listeners and talk about it on the show. It's a lot of fun. All and right. Also, oop, also, oop, I want to say
0: oop, you got to start getting me these listener questions. <laughs> before, you know, I got this midweek right and before. I was like, I
1: was out walking my dog when I when I got it, and I was like, I need to go ahead and send this message to him. And I started to, and my dog like started to yank me because she's an nah. asshole. And then I forgot, and I'm sorry. You're right. I need to get these <laughs> listener questions to you quicker.
0: He literally hits me up like right when we're about to record. Well, okay, here's I'm... a listener question. Well, Think no, about no, it.
1: No, cause, <laughs> cause, 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 Sometimes I, that's when I get them, because I don't check my email you know, for the show that regularly. You're so right. a lot of times I'll check it on the day that we're going to record. So I'm thinking about it, too, off the cuff. Yeah, you got to start checking on it Wednesday. I told you before we started recording. You should have been thinking about it. Yeah. I don't to tell you. I mean, we're talking about all this other awesome shit. God damn it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of awesome shit, man, let's wrap it up. What are you feeling this okay. week?
0: I am feeling Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Marvel's latest movie starring Simu Lee or Simu Liu, Simu, I don't know his name, okay, Simi I know I, Simu, Starting Simu, okay, mm-hmm. and Shang-Chi, the villain in the movie is the quote-unquote Mandarin, they do some really unique and fun stuff with that character in this movie, and just the movie in general is just kind of like a love letter to old school martial arts films, oh my there's god, there's some well choreographed fights in here, okay, and it's a character that people don't really know, so it's, a little bit more surprise out of you when you're watching it. Because I'm like, I don't know who Shang-Chi is at all. Oh. And by the end of this movie, I was like, I'm down with Shang-Chi. Okay. I fussed with this. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but there's a post credit scene that hints to a bigger mystery surrounding mm. what's going on mm. in the movie. Mm. What's going on with certain things. Yes. And I'm like, oh wow, I am interested to see where this goes. Yes. 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 So,
1: yes, I am feeling Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten.
0: So, so I you have me sold. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Uh, you had me at old Kung Fu movies. Speaking Especially of problematic like, uh, people, uh, I feel like is Aquafina in it?
0: Aquafina is in it. Yes, okay, and the main
1: and the main character that plays Shang-Chi, didn't they both say some anti gay bullshit? I didn't look in, again, I don't know about I'm tired. I yeah, heard no. things.
0: I didn't know about anti gay stuff for Aquafina, but I know that the main character Apparently, a few years ago, he likened pedophilia to homosexuality. God damn it. And I think because as soon as we finished it, Vicky looked it up and basically came to the conclusion that it's not what he meant. But the way that he was describing what he was trying to bring forth was just made it seem like, well, yeah, uh, pedophilia is, you know you're gay, you're gay. If you're a pedif- pedophile, you're a pedophile. And that's not... Mm. That, la, la, la. That's... But... Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's just, it just goes to show you that your celebrity should keep your mouth shut. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. So, I I feel like he's apologized since then. Don't quote me. But you you can all do your own individual research on
1: this. Yeah, again, it's not going to stop me from seeing the movie. Like, I'm going to go see it. It's... Obviously, it's going to stop me for advocating for, you know, good things to happen to this actor or whatever. Like, he sounds like a piece of shit. But again, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm so tired. I mean, and again, from a place of privilege, I feel like such an asshole being tired. I'm not the one being <laughs> targeted or marginalized by all this shit. And I, I can't imagine what other people feel. Yeah. Fuck, man. I just. <sighs> yeah. I
0: know Aquafina was getting in trouble over, like, Black Scent. Stuff like speaking with a yeah black accent, but it's like eh uh, yeah what whatever I yeah. like you said
1: I'm tired yeah um country music's doing that now too it's just like yeah you know reparations man exactly it's time if you're but, gonna uh, if you're gonna let's go come on give give us some yeah. money
0: one thing I will say about the movie and Aquafina is that they did not overdo Aquafina because she can.
1: You could definitely have her, too much
0: Aquafina. Yeah, sure. her Aquafina ness can be too much. Yeah. And they, yeah. they, you can, have, you it can out have too much Darcy. I did not Cat right? yeah, Dennings? Exactly. Too much Cat Dennings. Yeah. I would I argue there was too
1: much Cat right. Dennings in episode seven. Episode seven, yes. Little a little bit too much, a little bit too much Darcy. hmm. Although I, lo- I do love much everything Darcy the Duck. That was good. R- right. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, go ahead.
0: You know, controversy aside, it was a great movie, great special effects. The yeah. story was really good, and it, it was a, it told an emotional story. Okay, like, and they had you know some Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type stuff going on there. Okay, There's actually, a, one of the main actors from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is in this movie. Let's go. So yeah. let's go. I need to go to the drive-in yeah. and go see it
1: for sure. I need to go drive-in. I keep saying that, but back. yeah,
0: Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Don't look on the internet about actors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm on Twitter. I'm. I'm. I'm like. I know you're deep. in the space. In I am just in over my head and left Twitter. If somebody even sneezes to the right, I hear about it. Like mm. I just, uh, wow. Twitter just like, it just depresses me. And the thing is we also eat our own. You know what I mean? Like it, people that are lauded as a hero one day are like, this person's the worst. The next, if there's even like a slight variant, like that's why I always preface anything I say, like I'm always learning. I'm always learning. I'm open. I'm trying if I like somebody who is problematic, I am sorry. I don't want to paint the left as like this overreactionary, hard to please, terrible side. I get the importance of the work that the left does. And also I'm tired. Yeah. And we're tired. tired. We're tired.
0: So. But I know we're tired of talking about this, so Mike,
1: what yes. are you feeling? What am I feeling? Oh my God. Yes. So I discovered very recently probably the greatest Pokemon ROM hack. And again, it's hard to say because there's so many of them, but this is so far of all the ones that I've tried, my personal favorite. So I was listening to Podquisition. I mentioned that they were kind of ranting on and on about their Anburnics. And coincidentally, Laura K. Buzz and myself, we got the same exact model of Anbernik, the RG351V, which is like the Game Boy Color shaped one right you know the vertical yeah. one and the same like she got the see-through plastic one that i got i was like oh we're twinsies Yay. but she was mentioning how she was playing that rom hack and what she sold me on it she goes it's pokemon fire red but all the pokemon up through sword and shield are included even some oh, dlc man. stuff right and i was like "Ooh, neat right <laughs> so i went and looked it up it, it took some doing to get i had to like get a patch Find this version of the ROM hack and then this patch and patch them together and then Frankenstein this through this program I found on the internet. It's
0: I had to alive. do some Googling. Had to do some right. Googling,
1: right? But I got it running on my phone and I got it running on my InBurnick. And here are the, the main features because this is amazing. It's basically red with some additional story stuff. You get all Pokemon up to Gen 8 obtainable, with a few like legendary exceptions. All the moves up to Gen 8, including the Isle of Armor DLC moves, updated Pokemon sprites, and of course they had to make sprites specifically for the 3D only Pokemon. Mega Evolution, raid battles, including Dynamaxing, which is really interesting how they do that in this. Uh wow. it's it's neat graphically. I'll have to show you sometime. Maybe I'll do a TikTok so other people can see what the raid yeah, battles yeah. look like reasonable tms which is you know something in latter day pokemon that we love we don't like tms Mm -hmm. that get used up ability pop-ups during battle so you can actually check to see what the abilities do and the power level and everything while you're playing by hitting one of the shoulder buttons right um you get the gen 8 version of experience share so you just turn it on and everybody gets it you don't have to wear it as a wearable item or anything yes there's this device called the dex nav it allows you to search for pokemon that you've seen in a particular area And if you find them, the grass will like rustle. And when you go to that tile, you will encounter that Pokemon and have an increased chance of getting egg moves, better Mm. individual values, their hidden abilities, higher shiny odds. It's great. The boss, like the game is tough. The game is really hard. The default difficulty mode, the bosses have max individual values and they have proper effort value spreads. Their move sets are optimized. They have hold items. A lot of times they'll use berry and berry juice and shit. There's improved AI, so they Mm -hmm. play smartly. If you switch in a character that's advantageous against their character, they'll switch out their character to somebody else. Oh, no. Um, The battle style is forced to set during your trainer battle, so you know that you don't get the option to shift every time a new Pokemon comes out, so it's more like a trainer battle. can't access your bag against gym leaders or other select bosses It's similar to other recent ROM hacks where they have a level cap based on the next boss battle. So you can't over-level to try to overcome the difficulty. You have to build a team with strategy in mind. Uh, Bosses near the end of the game will randomly choose between one of three teams. So you kind of get, you you don't really have an idea of what they're going to use. Elite four members each have a legendary that they use. There's mega evolution, including some new mega evolutions that they made just for this game. Some optional side bosses will actually scale their levels according to your team. The gym leaders from the Johto region show up as additional side bosses that are sprinkled throughout the game. There's an additional Team Rocket event before the 8th gym. There's options to upgrade to shiny Pokemon at the game corner. They sell even more TMs. There's individual value, effort value, hidden ability, nature adjusting in the game so you can make the team just the way you want it. There's a move tutor that will teach you egg moves and get you stuff that you can't get unless you're like trading Pokemon back and forth. There's no need to teach HMs, not even Dig or Teleport. If you have them and you have a Pokemon that can learn them, they're automatically usable through the overworld menu. Good. Wonderful. Ridiculous. Love that.
0: Hey, I got to teach my pidgeot fly for some reason yeah a damn it has
1: wings exactly <laughs> so but i have a device that and, and from as, as as early as misty which is the second gym leader i can immediately fly around so i'm awesome. good it's amazing you press start in the bag to sort items you press just t- toggle run auto run with l instead of having to hold down a button you can do multiple key items you know you can press select for one key item like your fishing rod
2: Mm -hmm. And Now it just
1: brings up a list of anything that you have registered, so you can use multiple, which is amazing. The Pokémon receive boosted experience when they are above 220 points of affection. So the more a Pokémon likes you, the faster they level. Cool. As soon as you get an item, you immediately see an image with a description, so you don't have to go into menu to see what it is. You know exactly what it is. You can see the base stats on the Pokédex summary screen, so you can actually, instead of going to Bulbapedia or something, your Pokédex tells Mm -hmm. you what the stats of the Pokémon are they removed poison damage in the overworld. So if you get poisoned in battle, it's not like a race against the tiles to get back to the Pokemon center before your Pokemon faints. Frisk boosts the chance of wild Pokemon holding items. Macho brace, that EV multiplier that boosts things to like four times 16 after becoming the champion. Mm. Uh, Consumable items will come back after trainer battles. So if you use berries and how they get used up, if you were doing it in a trainer battle after the battle, they'll be back in the Pokemon's possession. Go. Cool. That's amazing. The catch rate is universally increased after becoming champion. The prices of a lot of items are reduced. Evia Light, which is like an Everstone, but uh, a Pokemon who's not uh, evolved, it'll raise their defense. That also keeps a Pokemon from evolving. Oh, so if you're okay. using that strategy, you don't have to worry about constantly hitting B, which I love. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, I could... I've gone on and on and on already, but I could keep going on and on and on. Like, those are just some of the things that I know. Yeah, it sounds like a whole lot of shit, dude. It's quality of life of the wazoo plus all the mm. new content and just cool little. I don't know if you saw the TikTok I put up, but I was in Radian Forest, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so. And I ran into the male version of the main character from Ruby Sapphire. Oh, and he was like, oh, you are you heading to Brock? So am I. Uh, let's battle. And then when we went (laughs) into the battle screen, it played the battle music from Ruby and Sapphire. And he played with Pokemon that you would find in that game. And, of course, Mm. you can find those Pokemon, too. But I just think it's interesting that you run into characters from other games and that they have their individual traits kind of come through. It's just it's a neat little mishmash up of all the 2D Pokemon games. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of love put in the lamp. Yeah, yeah. So I can probably get it working on your phone if you're enter- ever interested in doing something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can play it from time to time. Because an RPG, I think you don't really need like a Bluetooth controller or anything. Those are the ones that are okay to play on the phone with touch controls. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm having just a ton of fun with it. It's reinvigorated 2D Pokemon for me. Because I mean, I really enjoyed doing the Nuzlocke that I did for Diamond, but it was a little bit of a slog to go back and play an older game. Right. But this I don't even see the age just because there's always something new around the corner and interesting and I like the way that cool. they kind of they demake everything to have it fit with you know modern sensibility. So Yeah, especially seeing
0: new sprites and stuff that's that's probably what would get me.
1: It's neat to see Gen 8 Pokémon in sprite form, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, and all the new animations and stuff they added for the moves and everything. It's really cool. So awesome. All right. I think that's a show, man. I think that's a show. All right. Well, we're going to give it up to our sponsor, Anchor, but don't change that dial. We'll be back to close it out. And we're back. And we already came up with the title of the episode. I love it. So you'll see it, of course, when you're listening to this. But uh, I think I think we figured it yeah, out. good so, stuff. <laughs> good stuff. All right, speaking of good stuff, all those amazing pickups this week. I know you already mentioned it, but mention it again, this time with gusto. If the people are interested in the video games, the goodies, the more... That you got going on where can they find you they can find me on the
0: ebay store at ebay.com str gamer goodies and more on instagram at gamer goodies more
1: and twitter at goodies underscore more and don't forget we upload new episodes to our hub at anchor.fm player two is enter the pod every single sunday but our podcast is also available on other platforms like Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can find us on all the social medias, tiktok.com slash at player two is enter the pod, facebook.com slash player two is enter the pod, YouTube, player two is enter the podcast, and subscribe, follow us, like us, get notifications. If you want to support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash player two is enter the pod. Contact us via our social media or email us at mcpaperstacks at gmail.com if you have listener questions, guest suggestions, feedback, etc. You can follow me personally on Twitter, at MikePetersonAL. I do Twitch streaming every week, twitch.tv slash mcpaperstacks, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, horror games, beat-em-ups, new stuff. And all of my archive streams go straight to YouTube at mcpaperstacksplays. And that, ladies and gentlemen... Is our show. Ooh, it's a big one. It's a big boy. Bigger than usual lately, and I'm happy for it. I think we did a good one, and I hope you enjoyed it. We love you. We appreciate you, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace.